another week of our weekly podcast with our special friend and guest co-host Connor Spiritest from Walter Picks. You can follow him on all social medias. His handle is jaguars.walterpicks. Connor, welcome in. How are you doing? Thank you for the intro, Adam. Adam, I'm good, man. Uh, I know we missed last week, so happy to be back. I hope you had an awesome Thanksgiving. Uh, I know we've had a couple of lives that we've done, but uh, I am happy to be back and get going here, man. So let's let's get right into it. You want to get right into it. Okay, he wants to get right into it. We love this about Connor. He does not back away. He's not shy. Connor, this is your opportunity. Give our listeners, give everyone that jumped on those lives last week and all the content you put out, put out give them your apology statement. Issue the statement of an apology to them. The floor is yours, sir. Go ahead. So uh, I first, I, I need to take responsibility for what I did. I, I definitely was a believer that uh, that that Kyron Williams wasn't going to put up Adam. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was number one, but a top five performance of the entire year by a running back. And he only played half the snaps. It's wild. Um, but I definitely was calling for, uh, for to see him one week, bench him for a week and then play him afterwards, especially if you had the options, clearly the wrong play. I made fun of myself a bunch with my content this past week, Adam, you are right. I want to apologize to everyone that tuned in for that. But at the same time, uh, we hit on a bunch of other things, and uh, I said it on our live. I played Kyron in two of my leagues this week. I played against him, and uh, we came out with Winsman both weeks. So I got—I believe I got the last laugh in a couple ways. So uh, that's where we're at, Adam. So I'm ready for this week. Better picks this week. I believe you did too, and I think it's very important that now all those people that have been DMing me, that have been texting me, that have emailed me, that have handwritten in notes to make sure I get an apology out of you, now, get off the man's back. He has given <laughs> such great advice all season. That's behind us. Let's dive in. Let's do our normal love-hate. We have no decisions at the end. We'll talk about uh, talk about our next live that we plan on doing, and then we'll also chat about – we'll let our listeners know the matchups that you and I are tracking against each other following the live that we just got off on TikTok. So, week 13, let's go with our loves. I'm going to give you first at bat your number one love of the week going into fantasy football week 13. What you got? I'm going to go with my first love of the week. I'm going to go running back. It's a big name. Uh, he hasn't had the best year. He's coming off a good week. I'm going to go with the King. I'm going to go with King Henry uh, on the Tennessee Titans. He's going up against the Indianapolis Colts. Last week, he played the Panthers. Two touchdowns, 78 yards. Uh, it was an awesome, awesome game for Derrick Henry. I think that uh, he has one of the best schedules going forward as well. This week, he's going up against Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I both teams, I think, are right in that area where I don't think they can either make the playoffs, but I think it could be a sneaky game that, that jumps into the, the high 20s if both teams are scoring. Uh, hopefully, the Colts don't get out to too much of a lead. If that doesn't happen, I think Heron Henry has a very nice game, puts up another couple touchdowns. So, Levis has had that office going well. Adam, that's my first love of the week. Tell me your first love of the week. Very nice. I am going to stick with a quarterback that plays for a very explosive offense. He's been down the last few weeks. However, Tua Tugavailoa is going to bounce back. He has a juicy matchup against the Commanders. Talked about this on the live. I'll keep it pretty brief here. The Commanders are allowing the second most passing yards and touchdowns this season. On top of that, they've allowed the most yards and touchdowns on deep passes. The NFL considers deep passes anything 20 air yards or more. And it just so happens that Miami's offense leads the NFL on those deep passes. It's a perfect matchup for Tua to get back on track. I expect him to air it out. I expect him to win. 
hopefully convincingly uh, for all our fantasy owners on these t- on that offense. So I'm going to go with Tua as my number one love. Why don't we kick it back to you for your number two love of the week? Awesome, Adam. Adam, I'm staying in the same game. I'm going to stay on on that same field, different team, though. I'm going with the commanders. I'm going to go with a receiver, and it's not going to be the one you're thinking of. Um, I know we talked on the live about Terry. Uh, I, I think that he does have a nice game. I, I think he gets the most attention from Jalen Ramsey from that Dolphins secondary. I'm not going Jahan Dotson because I don't believe in the guy. I'm going with Curtis Samuel. Sneaky play. I do love him a lot, though, this week. He gets a lot of volume. He got it last year, too, and he's starting to get that connection going with how, uh, again, I don't think he's going to put up the Tyree Kill number. Like, he's not going to sit up here and put up 25. But I love him in as a flex. I think that he has a higher floor than we really understand. Um, And, again, if he sneaks in for a touchdown on one of these little screens or little pitch passes, I think he could have a really productive 20-ish point game. But I think he's going to be in that 12 to 15-point game in a game that Washington has to – play catch up most of the game against like you said a very explosive Miami offense so that is my second love of the week Adam I'm going to toss it to you what is your second love of the week I like that it's a it's a sneaky one and and it's not a big name and it's something that I actually paid attention during Thanksgiving he was jumping off the screen I thought Mm -hmm. man he and Sam have a have a connection so nice all right my second love of the week is a guy that I just blabbed about for about 30 minutes on a TikTok live his name this man lives in Indianapolis right now he runs the ball for the Colts He's a running back. His name is Zach Moss. He's only against Tennessee. The last time these teams met, again, I'll say it again, the running backs had 183 rushing yards early in the earlier in the year from the running backs on 29 carries, so they really pounded the rock against Tennessee. They had two rushing touchdowns from the running backs and a receiving touchdown. It's a great matchup. Obviously, we all know JT's out. I love Zach Moss this week. For all of those reasons, Connor, kick it back to you for your third love of the week. My third love of the week, uh, I, I wanted to stay. I felt like all my guy, I mean, King Henry's King Henry, but I felt like I didn't go. I wanted to try not to be obvious. I wanted to try to get some sneaky guys. I thought Curtis Samuel was a good one. My third love, I'm going to say sneaky. We talked about it on the live. Tampa Bay wide receiver. He has had a very below average year. He's going up against the Panthers, the 1-11 Panthers. I think that it's the best matchup he'll get the rest of the year. Chris Godwin. Um, the, the couple reasons I like Chris Godwin this week, and I, I, I want to be careful when I say this. I'm not an owner of Chris Godwin. I don't have him in a single one of my leagues. I didn't like him coming into the year. But this specific week, going up against a Panthers defense that has shown that they can't stop a runny nose, uh, Chris Godwin has Baker Mayfield, who's banged up. I mean, there's, he's questionable to play with that bad ankle. He's not going to be as mobile as normal. I don't know if he's going to be throwing the bombs down to Evans just because I, I think he's going to want to get rid of the ball quicker. That is Chris Godwin's game. I know that there's Trey Palmer in there. There's Kate Otten. Uh, I think this is the one week Godwin may end up having some more value, specifically in PPR formats. So Chris Godwin, third love of the week. I want to put it out there just in case he does have his uh, game of the year. So that is my third love. Adam, tossing it to you. Who is your third love, man? Okay, my third love of the week. I could go one of two ways, but you know where I'm going to go. I own both of these men in both leagues that I'm in, of both leagues that I have them on my roster. I ranked him fourth, but man, I just talked about him so much. So, okay. Number, number three, wide receiver, Rasheed Rice at Green Bay. Okay, here we go. The Packers defense, the last two games, they've given up these catches 14, two weeks ago and 18 last week to wide receivers, specifically yardage to wide receivers. The last two weeks, 146, two weeks ago, last week, 251. They're not really containing receivers. And 
Rasheed Rice has become the number one. These la- last week, he led the wide receivers in snaps, routes, targets, catches, yards, and he scored a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes has a 138 passer rating when targeting Rice this season, second highest marked quarterback in wide receiver with a minimum of 50 targets. Please give me some Rasheed Rice this week. The guy that I was thinking about going with is Calvin Ridley. I think he's just a little more of a lock anyways. So we're going to go with Rasheed Rice for our third love of the week. What do you think about that? I want to be very clear. Well, we Again, we missed our podcast last week. So two weeks ago, and even before that, I, I think I may have uh, had a guy named Calvin Ridley on my love list. And if I'm not mistaken, was he on your hate list? <laughs> so this is we were just chat, we were just chatting about this for all those haters out there on this man about Kyron Williams he has been right so many times and I've been wrong so many times this season so please give him the due that he deserves you are correct and you're the reason why I'm not, I'm gonna start Calvin the rest of the way he's on fire and you you actually did say this too this is when Calvin Ridley is gonna is really is gonna play well and for the rest of the year he's coming on you've been on that train man so I'm, there I'm we gonna go. give it to you. I appreciate it brother well so no hey I'm excited about it, so uh, I, I hear you on it. I hope that uh, I hope that you're right on Rasheed Rice. Those are my Chiefs. So awesome, um, Adam. You cool to go down to the hates? Do you want me to take it first, or you want to take first? Uh, no, whack at do. it. Let's go hate category. Here we go. We're gonna draft our hate matchups, guys. Connor, you go first. Number one, uh, Adam. My my first hate. We talk about it a lot on the live tonight. Um, I'm going with the receiver. He's going up against that tough secondary in Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go with Hollywood Brown. I've been high on him a lot this year. Uh, he's going up against po- Joey Porter Jr. I-, I wish I had all of the the stats pulled up, but I know for a fact Devontae Adams is on the list. DeAndre Hopkins is on the list. Uh, he's given up less than twenty yards and like two catches to some of these top top receivers, and I don't believe he's going to shadow Marquise Brown. And if he does, that's that's worse. Uh, I think he's going to be covering him a majority of the time. So I think Hollywood Brown has a step back game. I think the whole Cardinals offense is going to struggle. I, they, they struggled poor, a lot against the Rams, and the Rams defense isn't that great. So uh, Hollywood Brown, I think, is going to have a down game. He's my number one hate of the week. Adam, I'm going to toss it to you, man. Who do you got as your first hate of the week? Yeah, I'm just doing a quick a quick look here at your at your take on the Steelers. I think that's a really good take, just looking at the average, what yeah. they give up to receivers. So I love that take by you. Okay, my first hate of the week. I don't think anyone is going to be surprised, but it just has to be said. Number one is QB Geno Smith, and, and because I have him as a hate, you got to really hate a lot of the, the weapons he has to choose from. So this is the specific issue, though. Yes, we know the Cowboys are at home, and they're rolling, and they have a good defense. And two times in the last month, he has not thrown for over 200 yards. Don't expect him to hit that mark, okay? The Cowboys generate pressure at the second highest rate behind the, the Cleveland Browns, right? So they're a high-pressure defense, and guess what? Smith ranks 30th in yards per attempt among QBs when pressured. It's not a good matchup for him on a short week. And it's not even a short week because they both played Thursday night. So the Cowboys defense will be rested. It's a normal week for them. Look to mm-hmm. stay away from him. I know there's six quarterbacks on buys, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. There's six teams out. You can find a better matchup, I think, somewhere else. So kick it back to you for number two, hate of the week. Number two, hate of the week. Uh, it's, it's a. am going to go with a whole... I don't want to say a whole team, but a whole position group. And then I'll focus it on one guy. And it's a, a guy that I think I've had the most in my love category in this section with you, Adam. So I'm going to go wide receivers. I'm going to go right, right over to the, uh, the LA Rams and that Cleveland Browns, that tough Cleveland Browns defense, the wide receivers on the Rams. It is an interesting situation we're in. Um, we really saw something that, uh, 
we really saw something that changes the game, I think, when it comes to the receivers for the Rams last week. They played the Arizona Cardinals. They won 32 to 6. Adam, I believe, something, something they, they blew out the Cardinals. Both Puka and Cup did not have good games. Both of them had like under six fantasy points. I wasn't, I didn't think it was possible for that to happen and for the Rams to put up that many points. And again, Tyler Higby had two touchdowns, I believe, and Kyron Williams just did everything else. Uh, is that going to happen again? No. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not high on Cup. I'm not high on Puka, especially against a dominant defense in the Browns. I'm going to specifically say Puka Nakua. He's the guy that I've had on the love list twice. So I'm going to go Puka. I'm going to go on my hate list. He's my second hate, most hated player this week. Going against a tough Cleveland Browns defense. I will be rolling out Puka in a bunch of my leagues, though, and I hope I am wrong. So yeah. that is my second hate of the week. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think people can think, think, oh, we hate them, so we're sitting them. The reason it's our hate, hate list is, hey, sometimes you have to start someone that you don't love the matchup, and we're just letting you know that if you have other options, go that way. So if you have to start them, that's, that's what you got to do. My go. second hate of the week is a running back for the Packers that his highest points this year in a game is like 12.5, 12.8, depending on your scoring in your league, and that's A.J. Dillon. So his ceiling, he had 11 points last week. His ceiling is like 11 to 13. His floor is like five, right? There's just not a lot of um, – there's not a lot that you can squeeze out of him, right? So the Chiefs defense has been so stout against the run. I know Jacobs had a good game this past week, but I expect them – I think going into this game, I think – Spags and that defense, they just didn't do well against the run. It's easy coaching points. They're going to come in there and say, listen, take the running game away, and it's going to be Jordan Love or Bust. We want that. That's why I think I got the Chiefs winning the game 31-17. I expect the defense to get after Love once they remove the running game. So I'm going to say hate that matchup at home. A.J. Dillon, what is your third hate of the week? Before I jump into that, can I ask to Aaron Jones, do you kind of let, let loop him in as well? Do you think he's able to have some – or do you think he's just more a part of the pass game? Or why specifically Dylan, you think? So, actually, when I did the – when I was looking into this matchup, I just assumed, maybe wrongly, is a, is is he going to play? Is a, is Aaron Jones playing? I, I, it's my question, too. Uh, are you assuming he's out? Is that why you put Dylan I'm in I'm assuming here? Aaron Jones is out in this case. But if awesome. Aaron Jones does play – I would start him. I'd like his matchup more because of the passing game that he, he has the opportunity for. Cool. Awesome. Just wanted to double check. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Third hate of the week, Adam. I've been saving this one. I wanted to say him first as my number one hate. I'm going with the guy on your love list. So mark oh, it down. Marking it down. Here we go. What do so, we got? I think he's on one of our, our markdowns from TikTok. I'm going to go with Zach. Moss, the man you're so okay, excited again. about. You knew I was going this way. <laughs> I knew it was already. Knew I was going this way. And and again, I don't hate the player. I, I love that he's going to have the volume. <laughs> I, I, I they they split it up pretty good at the beginning. I don't know if Trey Sermon sneaks in and, and salvages eight ish, ten ish carries. I I don't think that happens. I think he gets probably five of them. I strictly think that Zach Moss won. He was very good earlier in the year when he had this opportunity. He was like the third leading rusher in the league when he had the backfield. I think it's a little bit more of a split or a little bit more comes off. And I think it's going to be cued in on let's make Gardner Minshew beat us. And again, he's going up against the Tennessee Titans. I know that they had a history, 183 yards. I know it because you've told me it enough. He knows the numbers. I know the the numbers. numbers. They put it up last time. I think that Tennessee, I, I think that Tennessee comes out and they attempt to bottle him up as best they can. And uh, I think the Colts are also going to try to pick apart on the passing game. I think that they have the advantage in the passing game. Josh Downs, Michael Pittman, I like them in the air. Zach Moss, 
my hate number three of the week. Adam, let's keep an eye on it. Who is your third hate of the week? I'm happy. I marked it. I put. We already had it down because we're, we have uh, Zach Moss against against Kyron Williams. You're taking Kyron. I just put a little asterisk and said he's also on Connor's hate list. So we will definitely <laughs> check back in. Adam, what's your third hate of the week, man? My third hate of the week is a running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Mixon, last week against the Steelers without uh, his his uh, quarterback, Joe Burrow, he had eight carries for 16 yards. Not great, averaging two yards a carry. Now, look, he's going into Jacksonville on the road, and the Jags just happen to be allowing the fewest rushing yards to running back this season. And they've only allowed two rushing touchdowns to running backs this year. The last one was given up in week seven. Tough matchup for Joe Mixon. Obviously, the opportunity in the passing game is there, but if you have a better option, I would tell you to explore it this week. Not the best going into that matchup. I believe that wraps up our hate draft, and I think we can just give the listeners a few more tidbits before we wrap this up. What do you say, Connor? Adam, I say we do what we've done uh, in the past couple weeks, which is let's give a game of the week, and I'm going to say this. Let's take out San Francisco against the Eagles because – that is the game of the week. I think we both agree. Um, but I'm going to toss it at you first, man. What is the game that you're most interested in? And give me a reason. Is it fantasy-wise? Is it just NFL-wise? What game are you most excited to watch? Let's take San Francisco-Philly off the table because I think both of us would answer that one. Yep, you got it. Okay, I'm looking through the games. Clearly, Thursday night, not a great not a great game I'm super excited for. So, hmm, let's look. You know what? You know what, Connor? This is actually a pretty obvious to me after the San Francisco Eagles game. I was off the board. That Broncos Texans game is a heck of a matchup because of what's on the line for the playoffs and the wild card, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got you've got this young quarterback in CJ Stroud who's really making a name for himself at six and five. You've got this awesome Broncos story, five game win streak, Russell Wilson and uh, Sean Payton figuring it out. So that game, I will definitely, I will not miss a snap of that game. That's game of the week for me with the playoff implications. What do you got? Awesome. I will. So again, uh, this week, not the best when it comes to to like competitive games. There are some, some more lopsided matchups as well as some just lower level teams. Like I said, there's a couple of teams on by some of the big ones too uh, in Baltimore and Buffalo on by. So I'm going to go with, we talked a little bit about it. I'm going with the get right game for the Detroit lions because in the NFC, it's all Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles, and that's it. And again, probably one of those three teams that goes to the Super Bowl. Detroit has been knocking all year and has made some statements. If they lo- drop one to the Saints, I think we're back to, okay, Detroit is in a different tier than these teams. If they are able to win this and get themselves back on the track, different story. I mean, what, they're they're 8-3 and three at this point, so they need to get back on track and not drop any. Uh, again, they they have the division in hand. So I'm excited for the Detroit Lions, the New Orleans Saints. That is a one o'clock game as well, just like that Denver-Houston. So that is the game I want to see and uh, and see if Detroit can get back on track. So Another game, so another game that I think is interesting for a team is with Aaron Rodgers opening that window, can the Jets steal a game against the Falcons just to stay relevant, right? Because he's not going to play if they they have nine losses, right? So – that's another just that's just kind of a storyline I'm, I'm right. paying attention to because of the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. But right. Yeah, that's Absolutely. A good, that's it, a, it's one of the games. I mean, I, I go back to before the, the Thanksgiving break that we that we kind of took last week. I think two or three weeks ago, I was interested in that horrendous Las Vegas Jets game 
that was a Monday night game a couple weeks ago. And I, I didn't necessarily specify it's Aaron Rodgers, but I wanted to see if they benched Zach Wilson. We're a couple weeks gone. Zach Wilson is benched. I think that that's at least a positive move for the Jets. I think Salah's got to go, in my opinion. And I personally, it makes zero sense for me to have Rodgers play this year. They're already, if they go undefeated starting now without Rodgers, there still is a 20% chance that they are unable to make the playoffs going undefeated starting this week. So why would you put Rodgers out there to get himself hurt, in my opinion? Uh, and again, maybe unless they beat Atlanta starting this week. So very interesting take, man. I'm excited to see what happens. Good games. Thanks again for having me on here, Adam. Anything else you want to close out with? I appreciate you for having me on here as always. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. I want to get one thing on the record before I let you go. Well, two things really. First, I'm going to run through our matchups that we're tracking. So based off of our TikTok live right before the podcast, Connor and I, you know, go back and forth on uh, questions from, from all these people in the chat, but here are the matchups that we're tracking because we have differing opinions. Let this be known, and we'll revisit it first thing next week. Okay, there's five. First, Kyron Williams versus Zach Moss. Connor's got Kyron Williams. I'm on the Zach Moss train. Okay, number two matchup, Trevor Lawrence versus Brock Purdy. My man Connor has Trevor Lawrence. I have Brock Purdy outperforming. Okay, matchup three, Tank Dell versus Rasheed Rice. Connor's got Tank Dell. I've got Rasheed Rice. Number four. Ramondre Stevenson versus Isaiah Pacheco. Very interesting one. Connor's got uh, Ramondre. I've got Pacheco. And the last one, Jalen Hurts versus CJ Stroud. You got it. Connor's got Jalen Hurts. I'm riding with CJ. So we will check in on those. And I'm, I'm not so sure we won't be checking in on those day of because of the way we are, how we're tracking it. The last thing I want to say before we, we get out of here, number one, Connor, I said this on Thanksgiving when we did our TikTok live or the day after Thanksgiving, whenever it was. We did TikTok live Sunday, a few days after Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, you go through your life and you you always hope that you can find people that love football as much as you do. And it's, I've never met someone that I can convincingly say this guy loves it just as much as I do. You, I've met you and I'm very thankful for that. Again, thankful for your your passion behind the, the sport, but also how you come on the podcast every week. You make time. It's not easy, but you do it. You make great content. Follow this man at jagwires.walterpicks. You're not only someone I love having on the pod, but you're a really great friend. We appreciate you. See you next week on Plus One as always.